Well, hello everybody, just testing out my new mic, well, testing out the same mic, I think it might be a time for an upgrade, I don't know for sure, I do not know, I do not know, but anyway, I'd like to say thank you to everybody, I'm up to 4,000 and... 105 plays so i'm happy about that and i thank y'all so much ever so much for that yeah a couple of things that has been happening in the course of a couple of couple of um actually for today and this is the last thing I'm going to talk about because then I'll be breaking my promise not to talk about politics. So congratulations to Joe Biden and I mean, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala, 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 Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, I like this. Yep. Vice President Kamala Harris becomes the first black woman to be voted as a vice president. And I like that. That is something else. That is really something else. That is something else. Achievement that I know that some some people are just like rolling their eyes and oh man the hate the hate the hate but that's neither that's not what I'm here to talk about today traveling you know I always re we revert back to traveling all the time because it was like I, I always thought it was just a great deal and it was a great interest of mine to be riding in the back of the car with your two brothers and little sister that we had to hold because my parents, I didn't think they believed in a car seat. Never saw my sister in a car seat. <laughs> so it's like, hold your, si hold your sister. And he's like, hold your brother. So, yeah. That was what we had to do. Yeah. I remember one particular time we were going down south and prior to us going down south and this was something that we did every single year because my father's alma mater was uh, Tennessee State University TSU so we always would go down for the homecoming and that was like the highlight the highlight of Every year, every November, was a, that was our highlight. 
And, you know, my father's also a member of uh, Omega Sci-Fi. He, he was a Q. And, he, you know, he had the brand and everything. So, well, I just mentioned that. Because I am, you know, if I ever decide to pledge Omega Phi Psi, I guess I would be considered a legacy. I don't know. But I really haven't, I haven't really gotten, you know, with all the hazing stories and stuff that kind of turned me off on pledging a fraternity. I could pledge it, but I mean, if they do all of that, then... I don't know. I don't want to be part of that. But anyway, as I was saying, this was like a tradition um, to go down to Tennessee, to Nashville, and see the game, see the parade and the, and the band marching. And they always had they always had a battle of the bands right before right before the the game right before the game or was it the day before the game i'm not really sure i can't remember so this one particular year uh our neighbors um the joneses i think yep jones they had, I guess they were talking to my father about trailing us down there. So, you know, my father was like, okay, that's, you know, he was like, well, you know, because they were going to, I believe they were going to Mississippi, which was a little bit further than where we were going. So we, um, you know, once we got to Nashville, we parted ways. But it's the it's the story leading up to getting to Nashville that was kind of well, that was real funny. So we had the car loaded down, had the car loaded down, and my mother, prior to us leaving, bought me a coat. And my younger brother a coat. So it was my responsibility to put those two brand new coats in the back seat, in the trunk of the car. I was supposed to pack those those coats for, for me and my brother. So guess what I did? We got the car packed up. You know, my father packed the car up just the way he wanted to pack it and everything. So what we wound up doing, so we got in the car, we was driving, and my father asked me, he said, and for some odd reason, every time he would call my name, he would call me Dwayne. No, he would call me Wayne. It was like, Wayne, you uh, you put them coats in the, in the trunk? And, you know, me being a kid, what, what coats? I said, those coats that my, that your mama bought so that y'all can wear them at the game. And now keep in mind that the Joneses were behind us. And 
it was only like three of them in the car. So I told him, no, we were like halfway up the expressway. My father pulled off to the side and snatched me out of the car. And I thought he was going to beat the brakes off of me right there on the side of the road. But this is what he did. He kicked me out of the car. I could not ride with them going to Nashville. I could not. I rode, I wound up riding with the Joneses and it was just, um, it was three of them. Um, yep. Three of them. Um, what was it? Um, I think their son was named Bobby. And then it was Mr. Jones and Mrs. Jones was sitting in the back seat. So it was just only three of them. So my father kicked me out of the car. Kicked me out of the car. He kicked me out of the car. So, I mean, and we even, he even opened up the trunk. I I lied and said, yeah, it's in the back seat. It's in the trunk. So he got out. We, we pulled off to the side, he got out, and he looked in the trunk, and he didn't see anything, and he tried to hit me on the side of the road, <laughs> but I know he was so mad, and he was like, uh-uh, he said, you can't ride in this car, no, no, you can't, get out, so, so I wound up riding with the Joneses, and it was kind of, it was kind of weird, because, and, uh, Miss Jones was like, well, you could have rolled back here with us. You know, we were going the same way. You know, we just probably had to part ways. You know, they were just going to part ways in Nashville. So we were just, <laughs> it was funny. So they had, and, and the thing about that was the subdivision that we stayed, the, the um, expressway on-ramp was like right, at the, I would say it was around, it was down the street, around the corner, outside of the subdivision. You can just catch the expressway right there. So we, so he would have to go all the way around and then come back to get off the expressway. And and um, go back home. So we wound up sitting on the side of the highway waiting for my father to come back. And, you know, this is way before cell phones and everything. So we sitting out there on the side of the road waiting for him to come back around. And then when he came back around... We um, we started to follow him down towards Nashville. So the car ride was pretty good, you know. And every now and then, I would talk to Mrs. Jones, and we would talk about different stuff. And and um, all the time we were driving, well, we were riding. Um, you know, I was I had a book that I caught myself trying to read, but, you know, it, it was hard to read when, when half the, you know, half the time, you know, it was dark in the car. So we 
I can't remember if we stopped in Indianapolis or did we just keep going. But what I was trying to say was when we got to Louisville, we, I have, that was like the first time I ever experienced racism from my own people. And I was shocked. I was shocked and I was surprised. Because, you know, my young mind couldn't grasp the concept of this happening. I'm like, this is unbelievable. How is this possible? This day and age. And I never, ever, ever, ever knew that that would happen. You know, with me being a kid of, uh, what, 11, 10, 10, 11 years old, I never experienced that. Never experienced racism from my own people. So the North has always had a bad reputation, you know, especially Detroit. You know, we, you know, bad, bad reputation. They said that all we are is, you know, snooty rich people. And I didn't see that anywhere in our family, that we were rich. You know, my father worked in the shop. I mean, he had money. I mean, we we couldn't claim it, you know. But for some odd reason, you know, that the whole mentality was, oh, you live up north, you in the shop, you paid. Not even so. Not even so. So as we are going through Louisville, Kentucky, there used to be a donut shop that was like right off the expressway called Derby Donuts. And the reason why I bring up this story about the Derby Donut place, which is no longer in existence, we walked up in there. And, you know, you know how you, you you traveling and everything, coming up in there and stuff like that. So they asked us where we were from. We said the north. So they thinking, well, you know, uh, northern part of Kentucky, you know, blah, blah, blah. They were thinking that. We said, no, Flint, Michigan. Do you know? That was the first time I've ever seen people clear out a restaurant, a donut shop. But it was like a, you know, Derby Donuts, and I guess they served breakfast and all this other kind of stuff. But they had people sitting up in there drinking coffee. And people were walking out. They were getting their stuff and getting out. When they found out that we were from Flint, Michigan. You know, they just got up and left. And then when we ordered, you know, they said that they had some fresh donuts coming out. The first time I ever had an apple fritter was going to be my last time I got, had an apple fritter up until I turned 40. Five forty-six. No, forty-eight. 
was the last time, well, well, other than when I was little, all the way up until 48. It's the last time I ever ate, ate an um, apple fritter. Because the reason why I could not finish that apple fritter is because it was the greasiest fritter I've ever tasted. And the donuts that they gave us was so dang greasy that you couldn't chew them. They just slid down your throat. That's how messed up they were. And I, oh, I didn't appreciate that at all. And I just couldn't believe that, that there was racism from our own people. I couldn't understand that. I could not understand that at all. My 10-year-old mind was blown. Literally, I couldn't, I could not, I, I just didn't believe that that happened in this day, you know, that day and age. So we continued on our, our, um, our way to Tennessee. And then once we got to Nashville, we parted ways. Um, we was at our, my uncle's house, um, my uncle Grayland's house. And we stayed the night there. I mean, we stayed the day, day there. You know, we got uh, washed up and everything. And my my brothers and sisters, my brother and sister always talk about me eating these um, pancakes that they had. They were buckwheat pancakes. And they were good. They were real good. And they had, you know, they were very health conscious, very health conscious. I think to this day, my Uncle Graylin is health conscious. I don't know about my Aunt Linda because they got a divorce um, years ago. So, you know, they're no longer together. But I meant to ask her the other day when I had texted her, did she still eat the, the, the organic stuff, the buckwheat pancakes and the non-bleach sugar and all this other kind of stuff and but um I always thought that was interesting but to this day he's he's like all in that the holistic stuff and you know but um but as we separated and everything you know, my father had to tell the story about about we um, would have been here sooner if Dwayne didn't lead the coats back in the closet. Because he had asked me, he was like, well, where the, where the coats at? I said, they're in the closet. He asked me where they are, and I was like, they're in the closet. So I just thought, you know, I just thought she brought us a new coat. And my mom was like, you know, they were stadium coats, and I told you that. So when they went back, got the coats and everything, so they came back and we were on the road going down to uh, Tennessee. But it seemed like we got down there real fast. So for some odd reason, I don't know why. But, you know, there did happen to be an accident, real bad accident on the expressway, and we had to slow down. I mean, actually, we had to stop on the expressway and it was just real brutal. So it delayed us for a little while, and, you know, we rode into Nashville. But 
we, um, you know, once we got to my uncle's house, we showered and everything and got um, dressed to see the parade. And I always loved to see the parade. Always loved to see the parade and the girls and, you know, the the, uh, majorettes and and, uh, um, and the dancing girls and everything and the way they were dancing and in, in the battle of the pants and everything, that was real neat. That was very neat. Always enjoyed that. Always enjoyed that. Every single year. You know, it is something that I always look forward to. And the games, I don't think I've ever sat through a game or actually was, a, was awake for a game. Because I think a couple of times I fell asleep at a game and they had to wake me up. You know, we would be on the 50-yard line and, you know, which is the only best seat in the house. So, you know, and I believe, I can't believe it. I'm trying to think if, if that particular time did they lose. I think they did lose. So I was a little bummed out that uh, TSU lost, or they might have won. I don't know for sure. But it was the most funniest thing because we didn't understand. You know, I didn't have a good, good grasp of fraternities. And, you know, and the one uh, sorority, actually, sororities. And the way they communicated with each other, you know, I, I cannot. I can't do their little little call because it just it it just it was something that I just didn't understand. And then I kept saying that, you know, I was like, why are they doing that? And my father explained, he said, Yeah, it's a certain sororities, that's how they communicate. That's where they know where to sit, you know, with the rest of their um sorority. So that's how they communicated. So I was like, wow, that was something else. That was something else. But I was just one of the memories that I remember about my father that he was, you know, we always went down for homecoming. No matter, you know, what, what year it was, we always went down for homecoming. Um, I think, but that particular time we were getting ready to get into a fight because <laughs> I know my older brother, he had said something and, and, um, the dude backed down and everything. And yeah, but I just found it interesting. I found it very interesting. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that was like the last, was it the last time? No, it wasn't the last time. But that's the last time I can remember. I can't remember the last one, the last, last time that we went all together. But I just never forget that one. <laughs> Got kicked out of the car. My father told me, you can't ride in this car. <laughs> I always thought that was funny. But anyway... As I was saying, uh, please, if you have time and 
want to be generous, you know, you can always give to this podcast. You know, I'm not begging like I used to do and everything, but it, I'll leave it up to you. You know, 99 cents, four ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Those are the prices. I mean, for 99 cents a month? 99 cents a month. 99 cents a month. I don't know how many uh, days that is. But, you know, 99 cents a month, you know, you can't beat that. Can't, can't beat that at all. No, you can't beat that at all. But anyway, I say I will see y'all later. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.